Hey, welcome to the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast. I'm your host, D. Anthony, and today is Tuesday, May 1st, actually. Um, we are, of course, recording live from Chicago. How the hell is everyone? Hopefully good. Hopefully good. Um, I feel like I'm just singing a sad song again, guys. I'm sorry for the delay. Um <laughs> Life is crazy. I mean, I might just give you guys a show once a month just to be. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're definitely on an uphill battle. I will get it together. You have my word, folks. You've got my word. Um, Per usual, let's go ahead and get some house cleaning out the way. You guys know. You guys know. Come to the Facebook page, the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast Facebook page. I'm there. Check me out. Like some shit. Do something, man. You know, just just get just get your social media addicted ass to the Facebook page and hit like. That's literally it. Um, and I'm also a Twitter man. I'm a Twitter man. I'm on Twitter. The handle is at Skeptical Reason. Um, check me out there. Send me some links, send me some funny videos, send me some possible ideas for the show, some, some, you know, some risque topics that I can possibly discuss, anything, man, or, or even if it's, you know, whatever, a freaking, no, no ghetto fights, I'm so sick of that shit, don't, you, listening right now, do not, I repeat, do not DM me. Any ghetto ass fights. I'm sick of that. I'm, I don't want to see that shit. Alright. So I don't that shit in high school. <laughs> um, And. Also. If you have any death threats. That you would like me to have. Because I'm just a fucking terrible podcaster. Um, I would appreciate it. If you forwarded those. Death threats. To the email. And of course. The email is. Is reason skeptic pod at gmail.com. And last but not least, all my Apple users out there, go to podcast. You know that little purple, purple button or whatever, and write a review of the show and definitely give it five stars. I need the five stars and I need these comments. Um be honest, even if the message is shitty. Give me five stars, man. I'm new. Help me out here. But if you have a cool comment and a great comment, I'll read it live on the air. How does that sound? Deal? Alright, deal. Um, let's get into some podcasting. What the hell is going on, man? There's been so much stuff going on in the news, man. It's been stuff all over. Um What we got going on here? Hmm. Oh, how about this? So I was reading an, an article in the um, the Bible News Network. There is such a thing. I d- and they have some interesting stories um, in there, some interesting um, viewpoints on how to look at information. You know, with religious people, you can... Remember like in, the, in school when you would start a little message, you'd whisper it in someone's ear like... Hey, you know, your mom's really nice or something. And everyone whispers it in each other child's ear. And by the time it gets to the last person, it went from, hey, your mom's really nice to, you know, hey, fuck you. I'll kill you or some shit like this. You know, it just easily just morphs. And I feel like that's how I view information with religious people. We'll both have the. The exact same picture, the exact same information, the exact same facts, the exact same context. And we were still coming to radically different <laughs> conclusions. And I'm not sure if that's a consequence of um, a flaw in my thinking, which I doubt. Or if it's just because to be religious, you have to just, you know, accept some level of irrationality to you know hold on to your beliefs <laughs> so 
don't forget that religious people challenge me if you like challenge me if you like so it's this story um the headline is um quote most americans believe but not always in the god of the bible so this article is basically um going over a pew research study that um questioned you know 46 4700 people about um whether they believed in the god of the bible right and as i'm sure as i hope everyone knows there is a rising sector of the population that um has identified as being nuns um no not sister act <laughs> not goddamn it whoopi goldberg man i'm talking about nuns as an n o n e s meaning they don't um um, subscribe to any any organized religion or any um any supernatural god beliefs or anything like that they label themselves as nuns and like i said in the you know in the past decade or so these um the population of of, of nuns have have you know gone up drastically so this so Pew Research um, pretty much corroborated that for the most part. But like I said, when I have information and when religious people have the exact same information, somehow we come up with completely different conclusions. So, with this Pew Research study, right, the question was, you know, do you believe in the God of the Bible? And... <laughs> like 67% of the people were like, no, right? So, hey, they're cutting dry, you know what I mean? I research study over. But no, wait. These questionnaires, what are they, questionnaires or something? They, they went a step further here. Um, they went a step further and asked the people who, answered the question no to hey do you believe in the god of the bible the no wasn't good enough for them <laughs> they they decided to say well do you do you have any good feelings in your stomach or you know do you you know do you do you just think that is energy and it's a higher power and obviously there's also a lot of you know people on the fence about their atheism or whatever so this was just like tossing a Beach ball to Sammy Sosa, you know. Do you, you know, if you if you ask someone who's on the fence about if they believe in God or not, and their answer is no, and then you go, well, do you, you know, but but you know, do you feel good when you wake up in the morning, and you know, do you, what about the energy? Do you think it's energy out? And they're like, yeah, I do. And <laughs> so basically, they took these vague yeses to the question of do you believe in some higher power or whatever they took yeses to that question and they lumped it into the yeses to people who answered the question just flat out yes you know i do believe in the god of the bible so now their numbers aren't like 38 percent; they're like 70 or 88 percent. so i'm like wait a minute this is this is so biased you know what i mean i just thought that was that was interesting and you know some of the wording in the in the article was interesting too the um i quote one of the, the guys said um um you know, when they asked this follow-up question, um, the, the, the interviewer said, you know, this group has a looser interpretation of the transcendent. Some call it God and others don't. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, some call it God, others don't. See, they're trying to put others don't in the same category as some call it God. The people who don't all what they believe God leave them out you can't just lump them in because oh man it's it's energy out there and it, it, it that does not work man you oh you sneaky little Christians you'll you'll find a way find a way to bend the numbers 
I'm pulling the old George Bush, Christians. Pulling the old George Bush. Um, moving right along. So, um, oh, how about this story? Christian radio show DJ charged with repeatedly raping a 15-year-old girl. Heard it here first, folks. And you know what? I really hate reading and like talking about these these sexually inappropriate cases with these priests and these preachers and these um you know cardinals and popes and all of these creepy bastards, right? I hate talking about these stories, but I think it's this case was interesting, especially when you think about how everyone who you know wears their their badge of of religiosity as some some beacon of moral superiority it's interesting because this guy who is a christian radio show dj he was on the he was on the, the radio um i think it was i forget what city it was but he was a he was a talk he was a he was, he was a radio show dj and um he was arrested because this, you know, this, this poor girl, you know, had been, you know, dealing with, you know, this, this dude raping her for, you know, three or four years. And, you know, she went to the police, she gave him a statement, they arrested the guy and the radio station who employs him made a public statement on Twitter. Um, would you guys like me to read the statement? <laughs> I want to read the statement. I'm going to read the statement. Um, <laughs> so the statement was pretty much saying like well this is what the the radio station said quote join us in praying for all those involved and that truth and justice will prevail um not to mention other parts of the statement or, or the tweet, shall I add, um, says something like, um, all we know is what, you know, what we've seen in the media and we don't know both sides of the story and, you know, which seems just such an odd response for, you know, the moral arbiters, you know, you, you, you Christians are the, you know, you guys are where people go for their morality. You know, you claim to have the moral high ground and I mean, taking the moral high ground would have been to first, first and foremost, first and foremost to have unequivocally condemned him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That should have been number one unequivocally condemn that behavior irregardless irregardless of if you know every single parameter of the case from top to bottom a child is claiming that an employee of yours is is and has been repeatedly raping her right we don't know all the facts right so this is an easy thing it's very easy to condemn um, suspected child rapists, is it not? I mean, how uh, uh, you know if somebody tells me like, yeah, this you know this guy has been been uh, you know accused of raping a child. I'm not like, well, you know, I hope every let's just pray for everyone involved. You know, we need to. Oh, that's sad. Let's just bow our heads. Like, fuck that. What are you talking about? Bow our heads in prayer? What? For what? What are we praying? Why are we praying for all parties involved? Why does the rapist get get prayer too? I, shouldn't we just pray for the for the child rape victim? I don't I don't I don't see why. Well, let's you know let's bow our heads in prayer, and we all you know we all <laughs> we all do bad things, don't we? 
They like to try to equivocate the most heinous of acts to, you know, the most, <laughs> the most, you know, trivial of sins. Like, you know, somebody, oh, I, I had premarital sex. Yeah, I raped a child. Yeah, you know, we all sin. Man, get the fuck out of here. Now, these are, hold on, man. These are, these are vastly different sins, um, preacher. I, I think we need to, I think we need to add context here, preach, you know. Oh man, these 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 evil little these evil little Christians, man. Uh, I hope that guy gets fucking locked underneath the jail, and um, the hell with him. The hell with that son of a bitch, man. I I I hate. I hate when because it's not just them viewing themselves, the Christians, and you know the Muslims or whoever the whatever, you know uber religious group it is the jews or whoever like they themselves aren't the only ones who view themselves as um as like morally superior you know the general populace you know does too it you know it's not just them you know when christians get preferential treatment in every possible way you can imagine I mean, not to in any way condone any type of, you know, sexual misconduct, but look at how, I mean, countless, countless preachers and pastors and priests, I mean, countless, have been accused of, you know, sexually abusing children they've been fucking shipped off to argentina and peru and brazil and fucking all over the place the vatican they're all over the place right no one gets criminally convicted but you know but you know we're going to lock old bill bill cosby up you know for the rest of his life um and i'm not saying he doesn't deserve that but can we can we just etch out some equal justice especially when it comes to sexual misconduct with children right no type of sexual misconduct is okay right because i know some people gonna try to oh yeah you're trying to say that Uh, none of it is okay right none of it is okay but can we be honest and speak truthfully here Think about a situation like this. A woman is sexually assaulted. She's an adult woman, though, you know, and she was, you know, passed out drunk or something like that. And she was, you know, taken advantage of and raped while she was unconscious. Reprehensible act, right? Reprehensible. This person should be, you know, thrown under the jail, right? But what if it's a, you know... 12 year old girl that or 12 year old boy that you know is you know just going over his you know pastor's house or something he's you know molesting and raping and you know sodomizing the you know this child are these two things on equal footing right because you know Drinking and you know getting inebriated. These are all personal choices. Don't now. I know you. I know I'm gonna have people go. Well, then you're trying to equivocate sexual. No, I'm not. There, but these two things are not equal. And I'm making this point to show how it's really idiotic and it's really crazy when you think about it. The people who are victimizing. The most vulnerable are let off scot-free. And the people who are victimizing people who kind of insert themselves into situations that probably aren't the best situations. You know, these men need to be prosecuted. And they are. And that's good. But why do the people who abuse people who have no defense... They aren't drunk. They aren't out late at night by themselves. You know, not saying that these are things that should prompt sexual assault, but they are. You know, being extremely drunk and alone prompts 
predators to prey on you, right? These children aren't putting themselves in positions that they think that they will be preyed upon. So that's my point. These moral demagogues that they, you know, like to tout themselves around as is the most deplorable of the population. The most deplorable. And they get off scot-free every time. Yeah, they get off every time. Um, yeah. Shit just kind of pisses me off, you know. It really, it, it really, 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 really pisses me off. Um, so, um, you guys heard about the ex-cop serial killer? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not making this up. There was a, there was a police officer, an ex-police officer from maybe the '70s or something, who turned out to be a fucking serial killer. Um, and not only was he a serial killer, he was also a serial rapist. So it looks like he, um, looks like he tallied up about 45 rape victims over his, um, over his career and um looks like he amassed over um i think they said either eight or 12 bodies but let's just be honest with serial killers do we really know how many bodies it really is just just think about this for a second john wayne gacy had what 20 30 little boys under you know under the crawl space and mind you mind you he was caught because you know, one reason, I mean, one kid got away, but it was just this putrid stench coming from his crawl space underneath his house. And the reason why, you know, the stench was coming out because he had no more space for bodies. It was bodies everywhere. They started to smell. So, you know that he was running out of space, right? So, did he say, hey, there's no more space. I guess I'll stop killing little boys. <laughs> Like, no, right? So we'll never know the true answer. They murdered the shit out of John Wayne Gacy. So he's dead and gone. But this guy, they claim he had eight victims. He killed men and women, husbands, wives. Like, you know. It. So they say he has eight victims. Which I don't fucking buy. And I'm glad they finally caught this dude. You know, they finally caught him. Um, took him, you know, 30 years, 40 years, but they finally got this son of a bitch behind bars, and now he's going to rot in prison. I saw this man. This man is all, he's, he was, he was, looked like he was dead at court. <laughs> he, was, he couldn't even hold himself up. He was in such bad shape. This man has just lived his entire life victimizing people. And it really speaks to how certain people can kind of stay hidden under the radar because they are they are perceived as um having this kind of innate innocence about them because they are a certain way and as a result of that we all suffer not to mention those 45 rape victims and, and those eight, you know, murder victims. But we all, as a, as a collective society, suffers when, when we don't, um, you know, employ skepticism to everything, right? Um, we know that if we employ skepticism to every person irregardless of title you know irregardless of power um position irregardless of 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 uh you know authoritative um um stances any of that you know we need to be skeptical of everything right and this police officer did not get a reasonable amount of skepticism because had he gotten that he probably wouldn't have gone under the radar all these years this man serial killers aren't normal right serial rapists aren't normal people they exhibit certain behaviors that are that stand out 
to a reasonable person, right? There's certain things that are said. There's certain um, um, mannerisms that, you know, a serial killer and serial rapist has. I'm not saying that you can point one out from a lineup, right? If you hadn't had any, you, you know, they don't have a certain look. But they do have a certain profile, right? They do have a certain profile. And you should be able to point out certain consistencies in people like that. And I'm not sure of the fact that this was, you know, in the 70s and he was a white man and he was a police officer that all of the normal, um, you know, all the normal ways in which we would analyze a person, you know, weren't really taken. You know, those precautions weren't really taken with this guy. And, you know, as a result of that, look, you know, it was another guy and, um, I think it may have been Georgia or something like that. He walks into a um, he walks into a Waffle House um, with some um, some illegal assault rifles, and he you know he mows down you know ten people or something like that. Um, and of course, um, per usual, he was he was arrested without incident. Um, but yeah, you know it's it's is you know it's it's things like this. You know it's it's not just it's not always a white black thing. It's more of a it's more of a, a a skeptical thing. You know everybody, everyone should be given a reasonable amount of skepticism, right? Just if someone walks up to you and say, "Hey, I'm the nicest person you know," are we going to take? that person at face value or or are we going to say hey people are on average self-interested and you know people lie or anything like this so we are just going to you know add some you know some 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 skeptical and some critical thinking in there and then we're going to analyze that information you can't just go off you know people's title oh he's a cop that if someone do people still fucking think that? Because they're police officers, you, you can trust them? I can't even... I can't even see why I'm... I, I guess I can see why, like, you know, a, you know, richer, you know, way more, you know, privileged part of the population would think that. But even then, you know, rich people don't always get let off the hook. Cops are dicks to rich people, too. So I just... I just think it's, I'm not sure why that myth still remains. It's a myth. It's a myth to suggest that because of your title, because of the title you hold, you are good. You are a good person. Now, that may, now, now, now that may be controversial. Right. That may be controversial, but I can point to some examples and not just this, you know, not just this police officer that turned out to be a serial killer and serial rapist. It's some people will say, you know, you know, cops on average, you know, cops on average are pretty good people. You know, they're this cop turned out to be a serial murderer. So. Title means absolutely fucking nothing, right? So how about everybody thinks that Mother Teresa was a ray of sunshine? But if you employ tools of skepticism when reading information on her, when cross-checking stories about her, and you look at all of this testimony from a objective skeptical lens you would see that Mother Teresa was a pretty shitty person she really wasn't that good of a person but most people don't know that because we're not skeptical we just believe that a lady who is dedicating her life to the to the less fortunate yeah that's a you know that's the that's the popular narrative she's given right but that's not the case we can point to you know, federal judges or, um, and th these titles mean absolutely fucking zilch. Cops, because you are a police officer and because you have a badge, that does not mean you are an 
any way a moral or ethical or nice or caring or any fucking thing. All it means to me is you have a job that you're allowed to carry a gun at. That's it. Just like doctors. I don't think doctors are just because you're a doctor, you're a nice person. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. These are, you know, these are these are fairy tale beliefs that, you know, that we just we just want to continue to believe. Um, I was talking to a very good friend of mine, um, and um, we came to some very unfortunate realizations. And um, I was called an asshole. I was called this. I was called that. But once we really broke down what I was saying and how demonstrably true it was um you know that person dialed back the insults that person dialed back you know the attacks and just accepted the information to be unfortunate but true doctors aren't good people right they're not bad people either we don't know it's a it's a we have to deal with these things on an individual basis. We can't just go in thinking, hey, you know, the organizer of a, you know, of a Black Lives Matter march is a good person or, you know, the, you know, the, the, the person that donated, you know, $20,000 to some homelessness charity is a good person. Like, they did a good thing, but... Does that make them a good person? Doctors do good things, right? Does that make them a good person? Cops do good things sometimes. Sometimes. Very rarely. Very rarely. But does that make them good people, you know? Just something to, you know, just something to stew on and think about for a second. You know, we need to use skepticism. We need to be skeptical. That's our fucking problem now. Especially in the age of post-truth and fake news. Reasonable skepticism is all we have left. This podcast is all we have left, people. Disseminate this information to the masses. But yes, we uh, we need to be skeptical, guys. Um, sorry, I went on for a while, didn't I? I'm sorry about that. I was just blabbering on. Um, oh, I got some bad news, guys. Um, Kanye West has completely lost his fucking mind. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> Scream. I know, I know, it's crazy. Um so I obviously saw the picture of um um Kanye West with his, you know, with his MAGA hat on, um with you know, with two other two other white men, um, with the you know, with the Make America Great again hat on. <sighs> And it pains me to say this, but it's best. He is absolutely free to align himself with whichever, you know, political candidate, you know, he wants to, right? That's his right. He can do that, right? He... You know, he became a Trump fan after, you know, developing himself a dad bod. You know, are we going to are we going to judge him for that? No, he's a, you know, he became a Trump fan after he got a dad bod. It's all right. He has every right to become a Trump fan. Every right. Um, Let me read his statement, though. Check this out. Quote. I, w- I was going to try to do my Kanye West voice, but I don't know his voice, so I'm not going to try that. But I will read a statement. Um, you, don't ha- you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not like him. We're both dragon energy. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, I don't agree with everything. Everyone does. That's what makes us individuals and we have the right to independent thought <sighs> um I you know what it's only one part of that statement I do agree with um he and Trump both are actual dragon energy I think that's about that's a, 
He's right about that. The, those two guys are definitely fucking dragon energy. Uh, whatever it is, I, I I think they both possess it. So I think he I think he hit the the nail on the head with that one. But um, this was this was in response to people kind of attacking him for posting that picture, right? And then he posted this shit, and I noticed a lot of people who are Trump supporters and who are publicly and, you know, vocally Trump supporters, which I think is fine, right? Like I said, you shouldn't be afraid to represent your ideas. These are Kanye West's ideas. Um, He and Trump share the same ideas, right? That's what he's trying to say. Trump and myself share the same ideas. We are brothers, I believe he also said in another post. Um, And I know when a lot of people make these public statements, they're vocal about Donald Trump. They're vocal about their political ideas like Kanye West is. I notice a lot of people like to invoke this um, amendment. Oh, it's my first amendment. Freedom of speech. I can say what I want. They always say it. I can. I'm. Uh, what, what? What did he say? Uh, um, independent thought. This is me. I got my own independent thought. And I can express my thoughts. All I want is free speech, right? Say this all the time. Unless, of course, you know they're trying to silence someone else's speech. But normally, it's my freedom of speech. But you know, a lot of people mix up freedom of speech. With freedom from consequence, right? Let me give you an example. Kanye West exercised his free speech. I am aligning myself with Donald Trump. Him and I share similar values. We are brothers and we are fucking dragons or whatever the fuck he said, right? These are, you know... These are his ideas. He has absolutely every right to say that. Now, what he doesn't have a right to is people criticizing him, boycotting him, clowning him on social media, not buying his music, turning their backs on him. All of these things, people who yell this freedom of speech shit, they don't want this attached to what they say. They just want to be able to say what the fuck they want to say and don't want any consequences. Because, like I said, people mix up freedom of speech and freedom from consequence. I'll give you another example. Remember that fucking Tiki Torch rally in you know, Virginia or something like that? It was a, it was a, tiki, it was a, it was a tiki Torch rally with a bunch of... You know, with a bunch of, you know, virgins, white supremacist virgins who, you know, never had sex and who, you know, play Minecraft all day and shit. They're marching, you know, they're marching through. You not replace us. We have small penises or whatever the fuck they were saying. Right. So they, they're at their rally and they were saying their little, their little chants or whatever. And um, people decided to out them on social media, you know. Just like they had every right to do, just like the you know the the you know the tiki tortures had every right to assemble and you know complain about their penis size and you know their fragility and their you know white fragility or whatever they had every right to do that every single right to do that right and just like everybody who took pictures of them took videos of them had every right to inform their employers. That they're out at a white supremacist rally. They argue that me coming to a rally and expressing my racist ideas and my white supremacist viewpoints is my right. And they're absolutely correct. It is their right to do that. Unfortunately, though, when we spew out our bigoted racist views... There are sometimes consequences, right? You can't just walk into a, you know, you know, a Gap's 
store and say, hey, you know, Cracker, go get me a fucking pair of socks. If you do that, you will get, you know, you have freedom of speech. You can say what you want. But there's consequences for, you know, using language like that or expressing ideas like that. You're not immune from the backlash of your ideas and what comes out of your fucking pie hole. You have to pay for that. So don't think that, you know, it's tricky. Freedom of speech is very tricky. It's a very fucking tricky, tricky thing. And it's 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 hilarious that people don't understand this because they're just going to keep outing themselves and, you know, crying about it later. But it's tricky because people mix up freedom of speech to freedom from consequences. So just everybody listening, go out and just think if you can you can think of a situation where somebody says some shit out of their mouth that was definitely unpopular, um, untrue, biased, um, whatever. And see if they get mad when someone punishes them for those thoughts. They, they don't tell them that they can't say these things or you can't feel that way or you can't say that. Not that. They they get punished in other ways because of what they said or thought and then try to turn it on the person who who reacted to the to the bullshit they said. Like, you're not allowed to shun me or blackball me from society for what I said. I have freedom of speech. Yeah, I can't blackball your ass from society. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting, man. Um, what else we got going on in the news? Kanye, man, I'm I, I'm sorry, man. Kanye, I don't. What's wrong with him? You guys know what what happened to Kanye? I mean, it's a lot of men that marry white women, and they're fine. They, you know, they're not all, you know, Jordan Peele. Some of them are normal, regular. You know, I've dated white women up in in the past. I'm not in a sunken place. So he's not, he's not necessarily have to be in a sunken place. I just need to know what you think is a psychological thing. Is he like, is he going through like, I don't know, man. But he seems like he's off his fucking rocker a big time. I saw another video today on TMZ. And they were asking him like, hey, man, I saw you had some backlash about your Make America Great Again and your Trump. You know, you you know, you made a you made a post of you know, you, you were riding Trump's dick or whatever, man. You know, what's up with that? And Kanye went off into this he started off very, you know, eloquent. I'm like, okay, there you go, Kanye. And then he goes off and say, Man, slavery, man, that was bad choice. Man, you mean you won't be a slave for four hundred years? Come on, man, that was a choice. Man, them slaves was doing that bad choice. And that's when my jaw hit the fucking floor and I threw my television out of the second story window. And I I washed my hands of Kanye. <laughs> after that, I I think I I think I got to be done with Kanye after that one, man. <laughs> um speaking about white supremacy, to all my Wisconsinites, this is just a brief. Um, you have a white supremacist running for office. Um, I'm geographically close to Wisconsin, so I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, forget the guy's name, but you guys need to look out for this dude. He is straight up, and he's he's running for Congress. So, all my all my Wisconsinites, you guys go get out and vote soon. Um. Oh yeah, um, let's get to some ratchet news, man. I want to talk about some ratchet news. Everybody knows, um, everybody knows, um, what's his name? Cardi, no, what's her name? Cardi B. Cardi B. And um, and her husband, um, one of the one of the um, one of the three amigos, man. He's so, um, Offset is his name. I, I was reading Boss Up. I was on BossUp.com, which is the um, which is the hub for um. Um, the hub at for the, for the most ratchet news sources, you know. Uh, I, but I love Bossa, man. I love it, man. It's got all the tea, all the tea. But a uh, super crazy story on Boss Up about Offset, which is his name from the Migos. Um, this is the this is the headlines. <laughs> um, we have the results in. 
the case of Offset, and the Insta thought. <laughs> Selena Powell. So, um, I read this story, and I guess I have not been in the loop at all about the juicy, you know, rap, you know, hip hop, love scene, drama. Um, it's not that it's not interesting because it is everybody like a little tea in their life, you know, a little drama. But I just haven't really, you know, I've been doing so much, I haven't really been too in the loop. But apparently, Selena Powell is Offset's um, recent baby mama. She just had a baby, and um, um, this classy lady. Um, reads off the results of her paternity test on Facebook Live as she is jumping and screaming with excitement and happiness and um, it's almost like she just like you know got accepted into like a you know the NASA program or something man she was excited what was she so excited for you say Turns out, um, Mr. Offset, which real name is some weird ass rigorous or rigorous Romanio or some weird ass, but um, apparently he's the dad. She read the results of rigorous rigorimo. You are ninety nine point nine percent the daddy. Um, as she um continues to do um cartwheels and um backflips off of gates and shit because she's she's so um. So excited about this. Um, and she's in the money, man. I'm in the money. I'm in the money. <laughs> she's in the money, man. Um, they used to, what show is that? Money, or maybe The Price is Right or something. Money, money, money. <laughs> but yeah, man, she she's in the money. But um, So I'm reading this story. And um, looks like there's a little bit more to Miss, Miss Selena Powell here. Um, so I read up on Miss Selena Powell, which is the Insta thought that, you know, um, um, boss up so, so, um, beautifully, um, called her, um, Miss, Miss Selena Powell here has, um, done this little same stunt before with other rappers. Um, apparently she claimed that. Chief Keith had gotten her pregnant. Um, she claimed that uh, some other rapper, prominent, like super prominent rapper, had gotten her pregnant, and um, turns out it was um, it was all a hoax. These, you know, these two previous times. So um, I'm not sure what's going on, man. It's an interesting story, you know, Miss, you know, Miss Selena Powell here is, you know, she read off the results on um. On Facebook Live, man, you know, she had his name on there, and I mean, it looked legit, but, you know, I don't know, she could, you know, she could have doctored up some papers or whatever, but, um, Offset and Cardi B, um, seem to, um, be, um, under the persuasion that this is, a um, this is a hoax, and this girl is a quack job, and they mailed her, a cease and assist letter from their their family attorney, um, and I will keep you guys informed on what happens in the latest um, ratchet news with um, rigorous rigmarole and Cardi, Cardi B. I look up this dude's name. I don't know his damn name. It's some. It's just some like. <laughs> so what? You know what? Let's. I'm sorry, cause I'm I'm bogus. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that to Offset. Let's let's look up Offset's real name. Let's look up his real name. Offset's real name. What is this guy's name? Offset. Okay, his name is Kiari Kendrell Cephas. Not not quite um rigorous rigmarole, but you look close. This dude's last name is Cephas. <laughs> Kiari, Kiari. Kendrell Cephas is this guy's name. Offset's name. Just in case all the listeners who are concerned about the one of three of the of the Migos here. That's his that's his name. Mr. Cephas. So yeah, man, um That that happened. And 
I think I no. You know what? We gotta talk about this. I know it's late. I know it's late. I know what happened already. But we gotta talk about this. Actually, I'm not gonna talk about it. I want to know what you guys think about it. The whole Starbucks situation. Um, we know that you know there's two 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 black dudes sitting in the Starbucks. Um, and they were arrested for sitting in a Starbucks. Um, I'm sure there's more context to it. Um, there's you know there's two sides and. Apparently, you know, they were asked to leave and they refused. And, you know, other accounts say that, you know, they just asked to use the bathroom and they asked for water. And, you know, that kind of prompted the manager to, you know, call the police and say, hey, there, you know. So, you know, there, there, there's all these different stories. But I'd really like to know what, you know, what you guys think, man. And um, um, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to discuss that with somebody on the air. Um, if anybody wants to have that conversation or, you know, just send me a, a think piece on it or your opinion on it. I really like to know. I really like to know what people think about that before I, before I say what I think about it. Before I put my two cents in, I want to know what you guys think, man. Because I think that's, um, I think that's interesting. Um, what else is going on, man? Um... Ben Coonson proposes hiking rent for some low-income Americans getting housing subsidies. If I haven't expressed my unwavering dis fucking I don't even know the word to use. Just my dis my 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 disdain for Ben Coonson. Um, he's an and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It's not because he's, oh, he's black. He's supposed to, I mean, he's obviously, you know, working with Trump or whatever. But I, I have other issues. With, but the main, one of the main issues I have with Ben Coonson is the fact that he is a neurosurgeon. Right? He is apparently a brilliant, brilliant brain surgeon. Meaning this man is very smart, very educated, right? He, you know, he's he's made it up to the highest, you know, not the highest, but a pretty prestigious place in politics. I mean, most of that was on, you know, on the backs of, you know, black people and, you know, clowning black people to, you know, climb up the ladder or whatever. But that's not what I'm upset about. This man is smart. He knows something. Okay, I take that back. He ain't that smart. But to be a skilled brain surgeon, let's just be honest. There is a certain level of intellect, intelligence, know-how, expertise, knowledge that one must have to perform such an act at such a high level. Right? So if we're accepting that, and I know that about being Coonson. How is he still a climate change denialist and, and an evolution denier? This man's life, especially in, you know, graduate school and, 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 um, and um, undergraduate, this man's life was completely submerged in the physical sciences. This man probably had to take every single biology course you can ever even imagine. And he went to, a, I think the man went to like USC or, let's, let's see what college he went to. What college did Ben Coonson go to? Here we go. Hey, auto. Check me. Look like Ben Carson went to <laughs> Yale <laughs> for graduate school and the University of Michigan for undergraduate school. So this man had a rigorous curriculum. So he knows about the biological sciences. He knows how the world works. It baffles me 
when scientists, actual scientists doing the actual science, actually doing the science, who denies a methodology that is the foundation of all of the sciences, which is biology. How could you deny the foundation of biology and you've mastered it? Yeah, Ben Coonson, man. But on a, on another note, this guy is um he pro- he's proposing hiking up rent, man, for some uh, for some low income Americans getting um getting Section Eight and all this stuff, man. And um, I have a few conservative views on like Section Eight and like child support and uh, welfare and all these food benefits. I, I I'm I'm a liberal, but I do have a few conservative ideas about it, but. I'm not even up to discuss that until we start taking from the top first, right? Like, doesn't that just make more sense? We live in a world where the majority of people are poor. Does it make any economic sense to then siphon more money to fix problems from the poor? Like, just from a purely economic standpoint, not a a greedy, you know, politician standpoint i mean from a purely this will make everyone happier this will get spread more wealth out to other people more people make more money more people are happy when people are more happy production goes up blah 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 you know from an economic standpoint doesn't make sense being constant to take money from people who have none to fix problems that people that have money made in what fucking alternate reality does that make sense? <laughs> no. What? Yeah. Um. So, and you know what? My brother used to always tell me that he feared that this administration would um um would come for Section Eight. Maybe he didn't tell me that. Maybe he wrote that somewhere before, and I read it somewhere. But I do remember him saying. He felt like they were coming for Section 8, man. And um, look like Ben Coulson is the, man, the the the, the white knight um, r- r- um, racing towards Section 8. So um, to all my, you know, Section 8 recipients out there who um, rely on this stuff, you know, this is why it's important to vote. This is why it's important to make your voice heard. This is why it's important to not um, just... Put yourself in your echo chamber and not listen to, you know, differing ideas, differing opinions. Uh, this is why we need to be skeptical um, and not, you know, just follow popular ideas and shit. You know, all of those things plays into why Ben Coonson is about to completely gut um, housing subsidies for poor people. Um, and obviously, the majority of people who are on housing subsidies are um single mothers of color um so they would be the hardest hit so um to all my you know to all the single mothers out there who are uh, receiving these subs- subsidies here's a you know this is just a heads up so you know yeah man that's 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 shitty man um the hell with the hell with Ben Coonson um I think that's it, guys. I think I am going to sign off. Um, I don't know when you guys can expect me next. Um, I'm definitely not going to, you know, do a show every month. Um, possibly bi-weekly. I mean, I've been asking you guys for a little feedback. Help me out here. Send me some, some, um... Send me some something. Let me know. You know. Let me know what you guys think. You know. Send me some emails or you know, write on the on a Facebook page. Just let me know. You know. I I, I want to know if, if 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 you like what I'm doing. If you like me to change it up. Um. I've been really thinking about getting a co-host. Um. So let me know what you guys think. I want to know some of you guys' opinions on this. Because it's important. You know, feedback is. 
feedback is my fuel. Um, the more feedback I get, um, the more fuel I have to keep doing this stuff. So, um, reach out to me and let me know what you think. Um, and I'm signing off, guys. Um, this is the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast, and I am the Reasonable Skeptic. Peace. Hey, guys, just a quick reminder. Please reach out to me on the various social media platforms. Facebook, the Reasonable Skepticism Podcast Facebook page. I am also a Twitter man as well as a titty man. But my Twitter handle is at Skeptical Reason. And if for any reason you have any death threats you would like me to have, please forward those to the email. The email is ReasonSkepticPod at gmail.com. And lastly, to all my iPhone users, please press that podcast app on your phone and give me a five-star review. And write me a cool review. And to all my Droid users, please reach out to SoundCloud, like, and comment, please.